0: Tone podcast we are back we had a little week off because of just life stuff but we're back again with some more free agency talks and big news headlines some massive trades and all sorts of other bits and bobs i'm of course your host ross and with me as always is dave hi are you all right good mate oh yeah you sound a bit rough today
1: yeah i'm sort of on, on the back end of a cold i would say oh so we had a good week off then really yeah um, yeah probably not That probably wasn't the worst week to have off but Yeah, and it's just I'm just choked up, aren't I? (laughs) Let's start
0: with that. Let's start with this because Rob Gronkowski last night on Instagram announced his retirement.
1: I think it was. I don't think it's like the biggest shock in the world, but. I sort of... I had a feeling that he was going to come back for just one one final run at it, but, uh, yeah. yeah, wasn't to be, but... Yeah, it's... I think it, it's probably one of them, from a Patriots' standpoint of view, it's probably almost sadder in terms of... Uh, I don't know. Nostalgia is the wrong word, but sort of, like, sentimental reasons more than sort of the actual practical yeah. sort of playing side of things, because I think we saw last year that, say, I know in the playoffs, it was great, but I think throughout the season he wasn't uh, he wasn't that same Rob Gronkowski was he but no um, it was almost
0: a shadow of him for myself throughout the season he missed 29 games uh, over a possible 144 over 9 years so that's, that's not that bad no idea. especially
1: for someone who was sort of almost seen as injury prone yeah I, I think he's just just a bit unlucky with injuries as much as anything And they've been well, big injuries haven't they Rather yeah like niggling ones yeah and then to come into the league he uh had some back issues, didn't he? And Mm. that's the reason he fell to where he did. But, yeah, I think, for me, I don't think there's any doubt that he's just the best to ever do it in a position because not only was he probably the biggest mismatch in the whole league Mm. for a good long stretch, he was probably one of the best blockers in the whole league, including some of these tackles as well. I think think he could have carved a pretty good career as a left tackle, so... Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Yeah. Yeah, and then add that on top of being... Say one of the best pass catchers in the league as well. It's I think, just all round, he's just. I don't think there's anyone else who's ever played the position that's can do it all as good as him. There might be ones that have been better pass catchers, or sort of some that maybe. Yeah, Gonzales would have but, been
0: a receiver more than a blocker, wouldn't he? He was fantastic at scoring
1: touchdowns, basically. Yeah, exactly. I think I think as an all-round tight end position, I just don't think there's a better one than Gronk, and so yeah. I don't don't want to take that away from players like Gonzalez. But yeah, they were different. A different tight end, weren't they? Yeah. yeah, the goat thing gets used
0: far too often these days. But Gronk is he's the greatest of all time tight end. There's no, there can't even be a question about that. I don't think.
1: I don't think so either. And so it's obviously his biased uh, Patriots view as well. But yeah, yeah, I don't think there's anyone who's ever done it as well as he's done it.
0: No, he finishes with 521 receptions, 7,861 yards, 79 touchdowns. Um. Uh, the, the most by a tight end 1,000 what's that? Oh, well, in post-season 81 receptions 1,163 yards and 12 scores in 16 post-season games. That's yeah. not bad. No, it's,
1: uh, <laughs> it's pretty good going and yeah, it'd be so sad to see him, see him go. He's, he's probably been I think i say I'm well aware as a Patriots fan that other people don't like Patriots and <laughs> Patriots players and <laughs> Patriots fans. But I think Gronkowski is probably... If there's any player on the Patriots who sort of like universally liked, then Gronkowski is probably it.
0: Yes, I've got incredible respect for Tom Brady, but Gronk was the fun. He was the thing that made you want to watch Patriots.
1: Yeah, and he was... Yeah, he was just superb and... Mm. Yeah, he'd be so... So sad to not see him lining up this season. But, yeah, yeah it's it's a weird one. I could say, I think the Patriots were already struggling a bit of receiver. So, there's a bit of work to do for them. But we'll see what happens that over the next few weeks and into the
0: draft. Yeah. So, going into the draft, there's, what, three possible tight ends, first round picks. Do the Patriots make a move to kind of move up in the draft and pick one of these guys up? Because they're all going to go before 32, I'd assume.
1: Um, I... I... I think it's a weird one. I think Hawkinson will go. Yeah, he's, he's but, been in the
0: most recent mock drafts from Bucky Brooks. He's been draft, uh, mocked at 10 to the, the uh, Broncos.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a tough one because I could see him I think all the teams that are a possibility to take him all have other needs as well. So, yeah. I think he's one of them that might slide. But I think if he hit the 20s, then I think that's when maybe the window opens up a bit they for the Patriots. Yeah, because yeah, they've got lots and lots of draft picks and Mm. I mean, we haven't we haven't actually got that many roster spots, so I think it's one of them where we could see the pictures, maybe package some picks together for a player or an, a move up in the draft, and yeah, he is one. Yeah, Hopkins, um, no fan possible. Yeah, I think he's a very different. I think he is more that, like we said with Gonzalez, more of that wide receiver essentially, and yeah, I think Earl Smith out of Alabama is a. a he's bit more the of an one that I player. really like. Yeah, he's there's some some really good players in this, but. It, yeah, it's hard to know because I think sort of doing the mock drafts and so I've done a couple like just running through it's so hard because I say all the players that need these tight ends mm. also need
0: a yeah, lot of other stuff.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, so it could see them tight ends slide a little. And yeah, I think if there's one at 32, it, it would be a surprise if the Patriots didn't pick one up. But I mean, I've seen some things this morning about maybe a um, move for Jack Doyle, but I don't know if the Colts would. Trade yeah, you mentioned him on the last podcast, actually. That
0: would, that's a pretty yeah. good replacement.
1: Obviously, not, he's not Gronk, but he's a pretty good receiver. Yeah, and I think he's uh, one that, I think, if he is available, then well, I imagine a few teams will be looking at. And I, I don't know if the Patriots will just have a bit of a change on the offence. But the problem is, there's not really many wide receivers out there. But, I mean, I follow a lot of Patriots beat writers, yeah. obviously. And then... Every single time one of them does some sort of article or post or anything, the name AJ Green always seems to come up. So I don't know if the uh, oh. the Bengals are maybe shopping him around a little, or he's it's sort of like maybe an open secret in the NFL that he's available. And I mean, I could see the Patriots making a move for him, sort of similar to that Brandon Cooks move a few years yeah. ago. Like, so obviously Green's not a rookie on the rookie deal or anything, but I think he's someone that's not being paid too much next season, and. I think he's not top end Superstar money, is he? And I think he needs
0: he needs a move somewhere else to solidify his Hall of Fame kind of credentials. I think he could get there if he has an explosive last couple of years.
1: Yeah, and I think the Bengals are probably in rebuild mode or if they're not they should be. (laughs) And I think moving on a player like AJ Green would make sense from their point of view. So Mm. I don't know whether that's maybe a deal that'll get done before the draft or around the draft sort of time. But yeah, there's I think there's a few possibilities, but yeah, it doesn't help that it's not a great deal out there in the free agent market for the no, Patriots. So.
0: Sparse, unless you want to take a flyer on a what could be a 400-pound kill from Benjamin. At this point,
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure uh, Benjamin's getting a job anywhere now, is he? I think he's uh, maybe he's uh, going to be a star in the XFL or something. But, yeah, I don't. Yeah, that's from Richardson type career in in uh, the AAF where oh, yeah. what's he got about six thousand touchdowns <laughs> and about 40 yards or something. Yeah. He said, I saw some quote from him last week about, um, oh, I hope NFL teams are watching. I don't think, I think if they are, I don't think it's going to change their minds too much because he's exactly what he was before. Yeah, exactly. Someone so. who doesn't get doesn't get many yards and just plows in, in a few touchdowns. No, he's, a, he's sort of a glorified fullback, isn't he, essentially? Yeah. But, so, on,
0: but on yeah. the same day that Gron- Gronk announces his retirement, uh, Jeremy Macklin also retired. Yeah.
1: Great day to announce that, Jeremy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's uh <laughs> he, had, he was alright for a little spell, wasn't he? Yeah, he had a he had a run where he was really good, didn't he? But I feel like his peak was very very short, which is it's quite quite a weird career really when you look back at him. But cause he had that run where I think he was maybe one of the best like free agent wide receivers out there. He was then... the third highest paid receiver in the league at one point when he signed that deal. Yeah, and he just seemed to have sort of disappeared, didn't he, overnight? But uh... well, he went to the Chiefs, didn't he? And they didn't famously didn't use receivers that season. Yeah, like. <laughs> yeah, that was the year when don't have no touchdowns or something wide <laughs> right receiver or something like those sort of lines wasn't it but yeah it's uh, yeah another player that sort of it's probably a shame that he didn't end up with a little bit of a better career than Brady mm. because he was definitely a talented player yeah he was on
0: course of something pretty good and yeah, he just kind of just fell away didn't it And yeah was a, again a shadow of himself 49 touchdowns though for in 10 years not, not bad
1: no yeah so it's production. not yeah especially for a player that I think he missed a bit of time here and there, and say, um, say a lot like of that Chiefs year where he was pretty much unused, wasn't he? <laughs> yes. Another retirement that I saw yesterday:
0: Malcolm Mitchell has retired. Former yeah. Patriots, a, a wide receiver.
1: Yeah, this this was a quite a sad one for me, really, because I loved Mitchell. Yeah. And he was a big part of that Super Bowl win that you don't like to remember. I think. <laughs> Thirty-two touchdowns and uh, thirty two mm-hmm.
0: receptions and four hundred yards, and that. Uh, in that season, and a, yeah, what a
1: seventy-yard game in the Super Bowl! Yeah, I think mean, he had like, like six or seven t- receptions or something like that in the Super Bowl. And, yeah, yeah, I think he was one of those players that had a lot of talent, but yeah, just injuries, An injury. Injury, I think. Yeah, he had a big injury, and then just never, never seemed to be able to come back. But yeah, hopefully, he goes on and does some stuff in his uh, outside of football. But yeah, sad one for that one because yeah, I think a player that probably did for, for his talent and not necessarily his own fault. No, it's always a shame someone that young uh, with yeah. that talent as
0: well has, has to retire. Um, another young receiver who's on the move. Uh, he's, he's found the new home. His new home's in Cleveland. Uh, what are the New York Giants doing? Dave? <laughs> yeah. <As laughs> so, I Beckham obviously has been traded. We, you would have known all about this by now because we missed last week. But he went for a first round pick, a third round pick and Jabril Peppers. That seems
1: like not very much. Yeah, it's... I don't I don't understand the Giants thing because well I don't think trading Becker away is like the worst thing in the world for the Giants in a vacuum, but they get they've paid him basically all the money he's gonna earn for this contract or a big part of it. So they weren't on the hook for yeah. a particularly big contract. He's on a very favourable contract for somebody who's got like wide receiver well, the best wide receiver in the league talent, hasn't yeah. he? And from that point of view, but like they're sort of like doing a rebuild, but like half-arsing it. I don't understand... Yeah, you get more than a first and a third for him, surely. Well, you'd have thought so, wouldn't you? But I don't know. But it seems like the whole thing was sort of... Because Gettleman was in love with Jabril Peppers, and I like Peppers a lot, but I'm not sure he's... I don't, I don't know. He's, they could have kept... <laughs> They've released they could Collins have kept, Yeah, signed they they Peppers. Yeah, I don't totally get it, but... <laughs> Uh, yeah, that there's such a it's such a weird set of moves, including signing Golden Tate on a big deal yeah. just after trading Beckham. It's if you're gonna tank, then do what the Dolphins have done and just do it properly. And yeah, like That's it makes no sense to your tank. Yeah, just, like you say, half-ass it. It makes no sense doing this and keeping Eli and playing all these players. And I think Barkley is the one I feel most sorry for because yeah. He's gonna be one of the now. Yeah, and he's gonna end up just running at sort of fifteen well, fifteen defenders <laughs> like nine <laughs> defenders every time, isn't he? And yeah, it's, it's gonna uh, feel like fifteen defenders for yeah, him. Yeah, it's yeah, I don't get I'm not a big fan of Gettleman and I don't understand this move. <laughs> um, <laughs> presuming Kyler Murray goes one, which seems
0: to be the consensus at the minute, six with a giants pick is too early for
1: Haskins,
0: is it? If they I do go quarterback,
1: I don't think so. But I don't think they make that pick. I don't. I think. <laughs> I think I, I like Haskins. I think he's a good player. But yeah, um, yeah, I don't see them doing it. <laughs> I, I just nothing makes sense that they've done. I don't think, and, and so I don't. A bit like I said with Khalil Mack last year, I don't think that trading him is the worst move for a team that wants to rebuild, but. They're doing a, such a bad job of that rebuild that yeah. it just makes no sense to me.
0: Yeah, I mean yeah. they got basically what the Raiders got for Amari Cooper, and no disrespect to Amari Cooper, but Beckham is three or four times the player that he is.
1: Yeah, I, yeah, it's just I don't, I don't get it, it's and I don't. Odd. I think that the hard thing is that I just don't see the plan. I don't see what the mm. what the sort of desired outcome is from this for the Giants. Yeah.
0: Cause yeah. well, do they um, want to
1: win games or do they want to get a good pick? I don't really know what they're aiming for. That's the thing. It is, it is hard to tank in the NFL. It really is because the players are going to want to
0: compete. They're not going to want to go out there to lose. But they're putting themselves in a situation where, what, with an Eli who can't really throw the ball anymore, Sterling Shepard, Golden Tate, I mean, they're nice under receivers, but you've got no one that's going to beat anyone over the top anymore. So it's all going to be such short little passes because
1: that's well, what all Eli can do. No, and I think I, I believe that Sterling Shepherd's contract's up oh my God. Uh, at the end of this season. Do not sign it, a new one, Sterling Gowan. <laughs> I might be making this up, but I feel like his contract's up at the end of next season. So it's just another one. Like if you're going to trade a player away, then someone like him, who's only yeah, this is his final year of his deal, he's a free agent <laughs> next year. Like trade him away. That makes more sense, doesn't it, to me? Like, yeah, you can get said, a decent got a enough return for him. Yeah, and but, but yeah, I just it's just baffling to me. I just don't...
0: It's, weird. I think, it's really weird. In in, in that um, mock draft that I referenced earlier, Rocky, Rocky Brooks has them taking Daniel Jones at QB um, at that, that 17th pick that they get from the Browns. What, what do you think to him?
1: Yeah, again, I like... Oh, yeah, I, I like him. I don't I don't know if he's going to be one of these that just... I don't think he's ever... I'm not sure he's ever going to be good enough, but <laughs> uh, um, I don't know if... But, Signing him, they're always putting themselves just straight into that area that we talk about where no one wants to be, just <laughs> in the middle of a roadie. Yeah, uh, but uh, they've got to do something because Eli is dreadful now. I don't. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah. This is it's such a bad situation. I'd hate to be a Giants fan right now. I think because yeah, be nothing awful, makes it? sense. Nothing makes sense of what they're doing. Yeah, and. Yeah, I don't really see what the sort of what the big plan is here or what the, the payoff is because I don't think they've made very good moves and I don't <laughs> think what they're doing is going to help them too much in the future because, I mean, a third-round pick is a flyer. Yeah. Whoever you're getting there, you're just hoping can maybe play, contribute something for the team. You're yeah. not, probably not getting a starter there most of the time. You're not getting someone who's a regular starter, but... And then, what's it, what was the other pick, like 17th, was it you said? Yeah, like, 17th in the first round, which is not really I mean, a high pick, is it? No, it's fine, but you're it's not, not great. You're gonna,
0: you get lucky if that's a full-on difference maker straight away as well.
1: Yeah, like, I don't know what the rush was to trade him. No. Like, surely let, that is not the best package
0: they've received, surely. That's got to be the first one that someone offered them.
1: That's what it feels like. It feels like they've got the offer and then it's like, OK, yeah, we'll just do that one instead yeah. of... <laughs> Letting the market develop a bit and maybe sort of playing the teams off against each other, sort of a bit of a bidding war. But yeah. they just seem to have because of, made... of all Beckham's off-field stuff. And it is—it's fun if you're not—he's
0: not on your team, and it's humorous watching him have a fight with a, a kicking net and stuff. He is arguably the best receiver in the league, alongside yeah. Antonio Brown, who's also got some off-field stuff. So you have to take your things on board when you get these players. They are odd, odd men, but. Yeah. He was worth more than a first and a third, and Jabril uh, Peppers, who's who's fine.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, Peppers is fine, and he, obviously he was a first round pick, so you can sort of almost spin it. as three first or uh, two first rounders, but yeah. F- and I think the off the field stuff with Beckham is probably a bit overrated because I think he's someone that just works hard. Like I think he has fun, but I think a bit like Brown, really. I think he's just a hard worker and. Mm. I think that stuff of the boat a few years ago was probably the most overblown story <laughs> that's ever happened. I think the, like the New York reporters have never ever forgiven them players for that. And that happens in basketball like every week. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's the most pathetic sort of story there is. But yeah, I'm not sure New York media has ever sort of forgiven those players for that. And no, yeah, I, the biggest issue I see with Beckham is his injury history more than yeah. anything. I think he's only had he's played five years in the league, I think, and he's only had one full season. Yeah, he's only a played sixteen games once and I think that's maybe sort of why they perhaps didn't get the sort of price that you would think they would, because hmm. yeah, he doesn't actually finish seasons too often and that's obviously a worry, but yeah, I think all of a sudden this Brown's offence is. Yeah, let's talk about yeah, this rough, Brown's uh, well this Browns roster overall now. They're competing, yeah. aren't they? They're they're they are playoff bound, surely. Well, you'd think so, because the other teams in that division aren't exactly great right now. No, they're, they're all kind of in flux. Yeah, like the Steelers are going through their own big issues. and Yeah. So, I know the Ravens signed El Thomas, but they lost some big players uh, on yeah. defence. So linebackers and defensive ends. Yeah, so it's hard to know whether they're going to be the same team. and Yeah, so there's, there's definitely an opportunity there for the Browns to really take over this division, but... You think on offense,
0: Baker Mayfield, you've got Nick Chubb and Karim Hunt when he comes back, you've got Odell Beckham, Callaway, Jarvis Landry,
1: um David and Joku's a good Njoku. gun by tie, sorry. Yeah, yeah that's, Very good. And then, it's gonna be it's gonna be hard for defenses against this, isn't it? Yeah, they've got a really
0: they've got a decent line as well. Offensive yeah. line. Who's uh, enough uh, who's good enough for Baker to make plays, and then defensively they've got talent all over the place. It's on Sheldon Richardson as well.
1: Yeah, this I think what they've done though is I think um, who do, I can't think who it was we said, but oh, Jimmy Garoppolo last year. But mm. they've almost put themselves under more pressure yeah, by doing these things where... They
0: I have think to now, win now.
1: Yeah, I think it's sort of playoffs or bust for them now, which yeah. is... But then, having followed a few Cleveland fans on Twitter and stuff like that, then I think they were already crowning them Super Bowl champions anyway <laughs> like before this move. So, <laughs> so yeah, I don't think... I'm not sure it changes that much that point of view. But, yeah, the, I think it puts uh an inexperienced head coach under a lot of pressure yes. yeah, in his definitely. first year and I think yeah I think they have to do something this year but I think the big loser from this trade is Jarvis Landry. I think mm. I think they they signed his like best mate and this it's been spun as a positive thing but I think he's always going to be pushed out and Yeah, it's his best mate who's a much better receiver than he is. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think we've seen that Landry can be a bit of a diva and yeah he's he I think he's the worry and I think you've got a few like the downside for the Cleveland Browns now is that they have got a few of those sort of diva players and mm. maybe it players that can all Yeah. Up. Yeah, I'm saying I'm not saying it will because I think at least for the first sort of stretch they're all going to be it's going to be a real feel good thing there but yeah. I think going forward if they're not getting their share of the targets and that sort of thing then mm. maybe things could sort of not blow up but yeah maybe not quite go as smoothly as it's As I would hope, because I think from the quarterback down, I think they've got some players that have got a bit of a a feisty attitude. I think is probably (laughs) one way of putting it. Yeah,
0: definitely. There's some there's some personalities in that locker room. Yeah. Um, Looking at the odds for Super Bowl, um, one of these doesn't belong here. Patriots are favourites, obviously. Chiefs, Rams, Saints, Browns. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I mean, the the thing is, though, it's hard to say. It's hard to look if you're looking through the rosters. It's hard to pick anyone that's a more talented roster in that AFC, really. Well, yeah, that's a good point. I mean, the Colts, because, I, I, I'd, I'd always take luck. Yeah. Uh, the, I was called at the end of last season, and I still feel really good about the Colts coming into this season. Yeah. So I said, I, I. started my luck for MVP campaign. <laughs> last season Yeah, before Yeah, before the season had even finished, <laughs> I started my luck 2019 MVP campaign. Yeah. And... I don't, there's no reason. I don't think there's any reason to think anything different from that because. No. Yeah, I think they are, maybe not the team to beat because they still got something to prove. But yeah, that Colts team has got another year with these ridiculously talented defensive players that they drafted last year. Yeah, and signing Justin Houston. Yeah, Justin Houston. I think they. Cause I think they're a lot of almost like panic about the Colts not not going in and doing some yeah, stuff. Yeah, why are pregnancy. they
0: spending all this money they've got?
1: Yeah, I think they end up holding holding back a bit and end up getting like a really good deal with Houston and like, they signed Devon Funchess, didn't they? And I know they're yeah. paying him quite a bit of money, but
0: he's a massive-bodied
1: receiver. Yeah, and I think the way that the uh, Colts play, that maybe he can do well there. And I think he'd probably do better with Luck than he ever did with Cam. <laughs> yeah. oh, I love Cam, but he's, he's not, not a, No, and <laughs> I think any wide receiver is a step up for them going <laughs> there. So. Yeah, I think he's one that, I think he could have a sneaky good season, Funches, and I think he's not too bad a signing, but yeah, yeah, I like the Colts, but yeah, Just on those
0: odds, the the Miami Dolphins have got the longest odds for the Super Bowl, is that fair?
1: They're not the worst team, are they? Well, they haven't really got any players anymore, (laughs) they've sort of traded them
0: all away, they're... It's it's basically Fitzpatrick launching the ball deep to Kenny Stills, that's going to be their tactics, I think.
1: I think it's fair because I think they are very openly tanking completely, and I think they're doing it properly. Like, like I said with the Giants, they, they've they sort of half asked it. I think dying, uh, the Dolphins have gone all in on one uh, of these 20-20 quarterbacks. Yeah, Fitz is the perfect tanking quarterback because he will throw you a lot of touchdowns, but he looks like a hell
0: of a lot of picks.
1: Yeah, he is. The, the only worry with uh, Fitz, is if he just accidentally wins a few too many games. <laughs> yeah, like he did you for know, the Giants like- a few years ago. Yeah, it just backs into sort of five, six wins somehow, and yeah, knocks them out of that top three or four. Yeah, but there's let's say there's a few really good quarterback prospects in that 2020 draft. There's um, Tua, there's From, there's Herbert, there's a couple of others out there that yeah. are really good. And I think 2021 might be even better. So yeah, maybe it's not the year if you're not sold on this year's quarterbacks. Then maybe it's worth a year of not so good. You could be right. Actually, I'm looking at their roster now. They have got no one. Yeah, absolutely there's, no one. <laughs> yeah, and I don't think they're making any attempt to sign that <laughs> one to no. fix that. It's on Dwayne Allen. It, it's weird, though, because there's a lot of trust in Brian Flores, isn't it? Yeah. They're, they're, they must have said to him that, like, this year doesn't really matter because... Yeah, you can do what you want, just get yeah. some young guys playing and see what we've got from the guys we played last year. Yeah, it's a tough spot for a new head coach to come into, I would say. Like, yeah, they could of have losing. almost... Yeah, I guess if they really wanted it, then that's do it. But I feel like if you're going to tank, then it's not the worst thing to do it with a head coach that you've given a, a bit of a leash to, because I think we see it with um, the Redskins this year. They've made some signings that a team, mm. they probably should be a team that tanks, but because the GM and head coach are probably on the hot seat already going, yeah, like coming into the season, they're on a short leash, then I think that sort of almost means they make moves that, probably don't benefit the team long term.
0: No, like drilling for Case Keenum. Like you said about Fitz, he's gonna give you enough wins that you're not gonna get yeah. a top pick.
1: Yeah, it's it'd be a lot better to just let it ride and just yeah. hopefully McCoy. Yeah, just get hopefully get the number one pick. Yeah. 'Cause you you you're not I don't think you're a playoff team because you've signed Case Keenum. No. And if you're not a playoff team you might as well be picking number one, basically is <laughs> well, yeah. is how I would feel about it. But uh yeah, though it's it's a weird one, but. It is. Um, another trade happened
0: before we, uh, after we recorded last time. Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill was now on the Tennessee Titans. What's better than one injured quarterback, Dave? Two. Two of them, <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Odd one, this one. It is. I think they got him for basically nothing, didn't they? so yeah, he's on
0: the new one year deal, uh, which maxes at 12 million. He's getting paid 7 million guaranteed. So it's pretty, pretty cheap. And then Mariota's on a fairly similar deal as well. But both these guys could be out there come next season, couldn't they?
1: Yeah, and um, I think this is a very clear sign that they don't trust um, Mariota mm. because yeah, this isn't a this isn't exactly a sign that we're really into like, And I know Ryan Tannehill is not good, probably not their callback of the future, but they're definitely putting something in place to sort of move on from Mariota, aren't they? And yeah. like I, we were discussing it with a few of my friends and. I think we said, uh, like, I feel like Derek Carr would be a very sensible move for the Titans because I yeah. think, I think if he is available, and despite what Gruden says, I think he is available. Yeah. I think they would very happily move on and draft Kyler Murray, and if you can get him for relatively cheap, even if it costs you your first rounder, it's like a mid round pick for the Titans, isn't it? I don't yeah. think they're. It's not too big of a price, and if they could get him for just that pick, then I think instantly that offense is better. Yeah. In a much better situation with Derek Carr because they've got a lot of talent on defense. They've got some young, talented wide receivers. They've got, mm. obviously, Derek Henry, Dion Lewis. They've got a really good line. Yeah, It's a very similar situation to what the Raiders had that year when they were, sort of when he was an MVP candidate. Lone Carr his breakout, yeah. Yeah, and I think you trade for him at a relatively cheap price, then mm. I think that, I think instantly that makes you a, more of a contender than you are with Mariota because, yeah, I think I'm just done on Mariota. I've just got no faith that he could ever come good now, I don't think. Because, yeah, I know what he is. Yeah, to me, he needs to run to be effective. Yeah. As soon as he runs, he gets it's injured. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> so, I don't think he's a good enough passer to be that player. And, yeah, to me, he's one that if I was... the times, I'd be very worried about giving him a big contract and paying yeah. him because, well... How many? Seasons? I don't know if he's finished if he's played the whole season. At the end of the time, no, he's, he's never been the finished the season. Yeah, and that's you can't pay a player like that, can you?
0: No, for all the knocks on Jameis, he has finished seasons, and he's more of an explosive quarterback.
1: Yeah, if you're asking me to pay one or the other, then it's hundred percent Jameis because yeah, it's
0: something on both of them. They, they always get compared to each other, but they came out together. So we, yeah. yeah, yeah, and
1: I think I think when it's like that, they're always going to say one versus two, wasn't it? The mm. contracts are obviously coming up at the same times and. Yeah, yeah I'd be they're always James good. as well. Yeah, because I think for Jameis' downsides, at least there's some sort of upside where hmm. I'm not 100% sure what the upside is for Mariota because, yeah, he's always injured. <laughs> no, he's <laughs> yeah. He's always injured. And, yeah, the, the team sort of falls apart because of that, I think. And, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's a shame for them. Um, let's get on another few free agents. Seahawks on a kicker. Jason Myers. We made the Pro Bowl last year. I'm excited. I'm actually yeah. excited about kicker signing. Yeah, it's a good signing. We yeah, had him it's... in camp last year and released him and then signed uh, T-Bass instead. Yeah, that's uh that's a mistake.
1: Yeah, I don't understand the Jenkowski <laughs> stuff because. <sighs> he, was like, like, oh, he was fun. Yeah. He was a bit overweight. Well, massive yeah. overweight. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a proper kicker, isn't he? He's... Yeah. It's good. I feel like he could be in some dreadful like Adam Sandler comedy. I feel like kicker, yeah, some sort of kicker based on him, isn't it? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm,
0: I'm happy with Jason Myers.
1: We've re-signed KJ yeah.
0: Wright, which is good. Two years, fifteen million dollars. That's a decent deal for a, a difference maker for us. I'm not sure he had a, much of a market um, there, and we've re-signed Michael Kendricks as well on a one year deal without any guaranteed money because he could be going to prison. But if he's not, uh, yeah, he's going to get four million, which is a
1: good deal. Yeah, that. I don't really know what's happened with that stuff. It's sort of almost like blown over a little. I'm sure not. Yeah. I'm sure it's not actually blown over, but it doesn't really get talked about much anymore, does it? But yeah, it's, was it insider trading? Yeah, that? but I think they got more out of him than they probably expected when they signed him last was really year. Didn't happy they? When
0: he picked him up, yeah, I know he's obviously under investigation and could be going to prison. But if he doesn't, then that's a, a really good deal. Bobby Wagner, KJ Wright, and Mark Hendricks is a good linebacker Yeah,
1: a, Yeah, really good group. And yeah, so the Rams. Are obviously probably the team to beat still, but yeah, they are beatable. And yeah, I think the Seahawks are very much in the playoff hunt again, and maybe they can win the
0: division. Yeah, the Rams—they've signed some players, haven't they? Um, yeah. Let's start with Clay Matthews, two-year, sixteen million dollars. Uh,
1: I think isn't? anyone, yeah, I think anyone who's listened to this podcast will know I'm not a big Clay Matthews <laughs> guy, but uh, yeah, maybe as part of a better defense too, if. Because I think maybe he was almost like too featured in the uh, Green Bay defense, and maybe as part of a part of a better team, then maybe he'll show up better. But mm. yeah, he's not a player I would want to pay. But, no, yeah, the Rams obviously see something in him that they like.
0: He was old, and kind of this was after his um, failing to change the way he played regarding the new rules and tackling quarterbacks last year. He kind of fell off the map completely. So, yeah, it's a risk, but I don't know. It's all right. Um, they also signed Blake Bortles. Yeah, <laughs> one year, one I, I, million
1: dollar deal. I actually think this is an all right deal, to be fair, because I, I, I mean, think
0: he's better than Jared Goff. Gosh, oh, <laughs>
1: I'm, not, I, I'm not sure I'd go that far, but uh, <laughs>
0: that's my hatred I think, for Goff coming through sorry, uh, But
1: I think when you when you sign in a backup quarterback, you want somebody who can come in and win games and. Yeah. Well, I don't think Bortles is a player I'd want as my starter. I think there's a lot worse things you can have than a quarterback that's played four or five years in the league and been the starter the whole time. He's thrown seventeen thousand got... yards. Yeah, he's he's got playoff wins. He's yes. got regular wins, and I think in the role he is, I think he's really good. I yeah. just, I think if yeah, as a backup, great. I think yeah, I yeah. think he's destined to be a really good backup and. A player that you can trust to come in and do something. When you see some of these quarterbacks backups come in, and then the offense all dies. I don't think it yeah. would necessarily die with Bortles, and I think that I think yeah, I think for one million, they're paying him basically. I think I think the Jags are still paying him six yeah, or six seven and million. And million or yeah, <laughs> so yeah, I think it's. I think it's a. I think it's actually a good move, and one old, that's probably I would have him for a million
0: dollars. I mean, we we got
1: Paxton Lynch as our backup,
0: and that is that's dreadful.
1: Yeah, exactly. I, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't... I, I think Brian Hoy is fine for the Patriots, but I wouldn't be yeah. unhappy if we had replaced him with Bortles. No, I mean, the
0: the one stat that goes against Bortles is 70,000 yards, good, 103 touchdowns, pretty decent, 75 interceptions. That's yeah. not great.
1: Yeah, and that's what lost him his job, isn't it? Yeah. But, but look, I'm not convinced that the Jags are going to be that much better with Nick Foles at the helm. No, they're so, not. So,
0: and and I work with a Jags fan who's over the moon at signing Nick Foles. So do you know it's Nick Foles, right? Who was dreadful last season.
1: Yeah, it's. I think people have sort of forgotten that Nick Foles has definitely had some bad, bad stuff in his career, and yeah. there's a reason he's bounced around the league. Yeah, he but. couldn't work with the
0: Rams, and he was released with the Rams. Yeah,
1: it's. Yeah, it's a tough one. Uh, yeah, I like I like bottles though but yeah Nick Foles not so much. So. <laughs> yeah,
0: uh, Balls is a decent backup. That's a it's a good move for, for $1 dollars. Um any other moves that you've seen that you want
1: to Um maybe not so much free agency, but obviously there's um a report out there that uh Tyreek Hill oh, has... Yes. um well I think the, I think the uh, investigation is to do with like his son and breaking his arm or something. Yeah, that's it's um, not good. When he came no, into the league,
0: there was stuff about Tariq Hill off the field, wasn't there? And it's been well, kind of swept into the carpet yeah. but comes up occasionally and now it's just more stuff's surfaced. Yeah, not it's not good.
1: Situation. Yeah, coming well coming into the league, I think he had, um, yeah, he was... Is it domestic abuse? I think. Yeah, he, well, yeah, I think it was a bad case of it as well. something to do with I think he sat on his pregnant pregnant girlfriend and punched her in the stomach was yeah. the uh hideous the actual thing. So yeah, not not good and then yeah. The report is that he broke his what three or four year old son's arm or something. <laughs> allegedly. Don't wanna like, get a into trouble here but, um, <laughs> Yeah, allegedly. But yeah, that's that's what the reports are and I mean if that comes through as correct then
0: well They've got a release in there. they've shown with Kareem Hunt that he'll be
1: on the streets, surely. That, that's it, but I'm sure there'll be some way they'll get around it because I think mm. they value Hill more than they valued Hunt and these NFL, NFL teams, I think they're, they're all about showing that they've morally good sort of thing until it until it's a, <laughs> until happens as one of their best players. yeah yeah I think if the player's expendable, they'll do it. But if he's not, then he's going to get a job or going to stay there and Well, there's no video, is there? I I don't imagine with with Hill, so it'll probably be okay because that seems to be the thing in the NFL. If if there's no video, then you're right. I'm I'm really happy being an NFL fan, but if you just
0: scratch that surface a little bit, it's it's a very dark underworld to it. Another stand-up guy has found a job, Montez Perfect. He got (laughs) released by the Bengals and immediately found a job with the Raiders, obviously.
1: Yeah, there's never been a sort of a... A, two, a team and a player sort of more matched. Is there? How <laughs> have us been an awkward meeting with Antonio Brown? Do you think when he walked into the yeah. dressing room? Yeah, I don't. I wonder what that meeting was like because <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think they're the best of friends, but no. I imagine they quickly get over that. Awkward. But yeah, I imagine. I imagine you like him more when he's on your team than when he's the one trying to injure you when you're playing. But. Yeah, Bengals fans seem to love
0: him despite him being suspended or injured and just just being a headhunter
1: basically. Yeah. Yeah, he's uh, I feel like I say, he's not a good person. <laughs> like, no. maybe, maybe off the field he's better, but in terms of being a football player, I don't think he's a good person. And Yeah, he's not... Yeah, not a player I particularly want to root for.
0: No. Um, a couple more news stories. We missed a couple of retirements as well. that happened uh, in the week. Saint-Center Max Unger, he retired after 10 years. Yeah, th- this was a bit
1: out of the blue as well, wasn't it? I think? Yeah. And... The Saints weren't prepared, I don't think. No, and... Yeah, I think people will be coming into next season sort of almost putting the Saints up there as so mm. at least one of the best teams. But, yeah, I'm not 100% sure they are going to be. I think we saw some big cracks from Drew Brees at the end of the season. Yeah. I think they've lost Mark Ingram as well. Unger is a huge part of that offence and that offensive line. And, yeah, I think they're... Perhaps in for a bit of a downturn, and
0: they haven't got a center on the roster. They've only got or oh, Cameron, Tom, an undrafted third-year interior lineman, who's next in line to to take the snaps.
1: I think there's always one of these teams that sort of surprisingly and he drops off, and I
0: think yeah. the Saints
1: are very much a candidate for that.
0: Yeah, an old quarterback with a an untested center—that's a bad combination.
1: Yeah, this is it's. Yeah, I've it's seen not a great. Lot of
0: Taysom Hill direct snaps. Yeah, <laughs> do and- just
1: run. Well, and I think Drew Brees as well. I think he restructured his contract, didn't he? And it it looks quite like this could be his last year, the way that deal was structured. Yeah. It looks like this could be it before he rides off into the sunset sort of thing. And Get
0: paid all your money now.
1: Yeah. And yeah, I'd, yeah, maybe it is the last year for the Saints. And I mean, it. They've signed Teddy Bridgewater to another one-year deal, but Mm. there's not really any faith in him that he's going to become the backup. They don't... Or the uh, starters are in the future. No. They don't seem to sort of be putting all their eggs in his basket. And Yeah. It's going to be quite a weird time for a few of these teams, including the Saints. I mean, you've got the Saints, the Patriots, the Steelers, the Chargers, all these teams with... Quarterbacks that have been there for years and years, all coming to the end, and yeah. yeah, it's going to be quite a period of change, I think, in the NFL over these next few years. Yeah, it'll be it's a new man's league.
0: Like a man yeah. that's kind of stuck in the middle of that is Russell Wilson, who's angling for a new contract and could become the highest-paid quarterback in NFL history, uh, if you believe reports. I mean, he's just the next in line, isn't he? He'll get paid this, and then someone else get paid him above him next.
1: Yeah, um, just how it's how it just goes. the way it goes. Yeah, the, the new benchmark is set, but I mean, if you look at that top ten paid quarterback list right now, it's not a particularly not I mean, particularly great, great, great best, list. Isn't no, I can't I'd say c I, can't, I, can't, I can't think of who it is on the top top page, but I think you've got like Kirk Cousins, Jimmy Garoppolo in there, Derek Carr. Yeah. I think Eli might be in there. I can't Probably. remember <laughs> who it, I think, but yeah, it's not a. it's not exactly a list full of um stars. And it's not, I don't think it's always the best thing to be paying your quarterbacks a fortune, but I think Russell Wilson will get that big deal. And Yeah, there's talk of it going about, above the 40 mil
0: a year mark, which I don't know, I'm, I'm nervous about that because as long as Carroll's there, Wilson, although he's the quarterback and he's the star of the show, he isn't the star of that
1: offence. It's all about the run game still. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of money to pay a player. Yeah,
0: who isn't like a Tom Brady, who isn't the, the offence. It's a yeah. lot of money, but then... Um, quarterbacks coming up for deals: Jared Goff, Carson Wentz, Dak Prescott, and Patrick Mahomes. They're yeah. going to get pay, paid more than us, aren't they? Patrick Mahomes is going to break all the records.
1: Yeah, Mahomes. Well, he's got. He probably got another couple of years, hasn't he? Before he gets paid, but mm. yeah, he is going to get so much money. But uh, maybe, maybe they're getting paid the right amount because the quarterback is the most important player, and True,
0: maybe yeah. maybe, it's, maybe
1: it's balancing up, and they're getting the. Because the cap just goes up every year, and maybe the quarterbacks are just getting their share of that, and it sort of seems worse. Because I remember that Andy Dalton deal a few years ago. Like mm. I'm not saying Dalton's great, but at the time, it like it looked insane almost. And yeah. now he's, I imagine he's on the sort of the lower half of quarterbacks in terms of what he's getting paid next year. And it was only sort of three years ago I think he got that deal, and now it sort of looks quite small in comparison. So, yeah, these things just move on. So maybe in a few years, that 40 million won't look so bad. But yeah. And there's still talk, isn't there, that that he could get traded? But I just don't see it really. I just don't see him doing that because I, t- I just don't think teams are ever going to pull the trigger on no, giving what, up on what a player like want it. for Russell Wilson. Yeah,
0: yeah, two or three, probably for a second round because No one's going to do that.
1: Yeah, well, maybe someone will, but someone might. <laughs> yeah, but not many teams will. And I, I just think when it boils down to it, I just can't see the Seahawks. Doing it either, I can't see them giving up on Wilson. Like it's not like he's a a bad guy to have around, is he? <laughs> no, he's, like, he's, he's, he's Mister Positive. He's a positive yeah. robot almost. He's very cheesy, isn't he? I think? But he is yeah, too cheesy of, sometimes. <laughs> yeah, he's that stereotypical like leader, isn't he? I think he's gonna be good for you. But yeah, it's a worry paying someone who like I know he's got a Super Bowl and got back to another one. Mm. They have two or three Super Bowl appearances now. Uh, two, two, yeah. and but I think them teams were built around the defence, weren't they? I don't think he was necessarily the biggest part of them. Yeah, it was, was defence and Lynch. Yeah, and although that obviously goes on Wilson's record, but I don't think it was necessarily... Yeah, yeah. it wasn't
0: him. He didn't take us there. I mean, he put our 45 points in that Super Bowl and that we did win, and he threw lots of touchdowns to get us there. But yeah, he's it's clear that Chris Carson and Rashad Penny are the guys that Carol wants to put the offence on. So... It, although it would make me a little, uh, a little uneasy to have a quarterback getting paid forty million. Like I said earlier, the the other option is and Lynch. So just yeah. pay him all the money, please. <laughs> or
1: being one of these teams this year that doesn't really have anyone good and just scr- scratch it around trying to find someone. It's not. Yeah, exactly. It's very even hard if, to find them, isn't it? And even if
0: they can't agree a deal, he'll, he'll get um, franchise tagged for two years and get paid forty million anyway. So. Yeah, it's not, it's
1: not a bad position to be in as a quarterback, is it? No, yeah. I I, I think there'll probably be rumours that carry on and on. But I think when it all boils down to it, the Seahawks will just end up paying him and they'll be he'll be there for the rest of his career, basically, or at least until the next contract comes up, because obviously you don't know what happens between now and then, but yeah, yeah I think he's probably a Seahawk for life if I had to if I had to bet on it. Yeah. Fingers crossed on my end. Anyway. Um
0: I want to briefly before we finish talk about the Buffalo Bills. I've got a really good feeling about the Bills heading into this season and I don't really know why. They're like such an old team.
1: Uh, I think I the really prob-
0: like the, the coach.
1: Yeah, I think McDermott's done a really good job there and I think... I think he probably should have had more coach of the year shouts last year. Yeah. I really because- like, I
0: think the coach is great. I love the quarterback. He's so much fun to watch and... They got two of my favourite running backs in Frank Gore and Marshawn McCoy. I know they're old, but
1: yeah, they can still do a job. I'm just not sure that you can <laughs> rely on Frank Gore in 2019 <laughs> to to do more than just plod along. But I don't know. Miami liked him more than Drake, and I, I was a big fan of Drake. So, was it just 800 yards last year? I think yeah, something like that. And but it was like they're almost forcing him the ball, wasn't it last year? And I don't really yeah. understand why, but. I think it all rests on if Josh Allen can become an actual NFL passer. I yeah. think I think he can make up for being not a great passer with his legs, but I think he needs to at least become a they better passer. Be threat, doesn't he? Yeah, and I think it's the same for the Ravens with Lamar Jackson. I think both are in similar situations. Both have got elite defenses, but it's whether that offense is actually sustainable and whether being so one-dimensional can actually be successful in the league. But yeah, he's very fun and. They've given think, him options. They've signed Cole Beasley, who's obviously not the greatest, but he's a very
0: good slot receiver. Um and they've signed John Brown as well, who just disappeared when um uh,
1: Lamar Jackson became on
0: the centre for the Ravens, but he's a good receiver.
1: Yeah, and look, if I'm um, if I'm building this offence to the Bills, so I'm becoming a very run heavy team that just lobs it deep every now and again. I think that's and what think, it is, isn't it? Is it all gone yeah,
0: with massive bombs.
1: And I think John Brown can be that sort of receiver. I think he can do yeah. well in that. He can be that sort of um, sorry, uh, Ted Ginn sort of type player. Sorry, yes. my went blank there. Like that Ted Ginn, who's just literally is just a deep threat. He's not going to do anything else to you really. He's just going to be a deep threat and could be a great yeah, fantasy player who would have zero points from most of the games, and suddenly
0: thirty points will appear next to his name because he's caught one eighty-yard touchdown. Yeah,
1: 80, uh, yeah that sort of fantasy player you could never actually start because <laughs> you don't trust him. But you you weakly, him.
0: you see the like points on the bench.
1: Yeah, he's. Uh, yeah, I think he's going to be that sort of player for them. And yeah, I think it's a, it's a a weird one to call with the Bills because I think there's so many question marks, isn't it? But mm. I think that defense is going to be good again, and yeah. they could definitely be sneakily alright for sure. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to bring up this week? No, I'm just going to go and cry some more now. I think <laughs>
0: watch some Gronk highlights.
1: Yeah, videos. yeah, Gronk highlights. <laughs> Um, wear, my, wear my Gronk jersey for the next like three months straight. <laughs> Never wash it. How are we looking for um, the uh, the fancy leagues
0: this season? Oh, we've, we've opened that up really. Yeah. early. but
1: the dynasty leagues are. There's we've got at least enough for two leagues nice. and very close to filling up for free. So Jeez. yeah, so if you want uh, to join that, then um, just go up, visit firstandten.co.uk and then it's the first uh, thing you can find on there. And then we're we looking start to, start to out. send out info for when that's all uh, kicking off. I'll be starting to send out probably this week, depending on oh, nice. how much time I get. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to do it this week and then at least get sort of the basis of the both leagues set up and yeah. try and get people sort of in and ready to go because yeah, we'll be drafting sometime shortly after the NFL draft. So what, what's I think that? The draft like is last? 31 days? Yeah, something like that now. So yeah, we're looking at probably six weeks or so for actually drafting. So nice. just want to get that all ready and. Yeah, so pretty exciting. And then, once they're out of the way, then I'll start doing the other fancy leagues and all that stuff. So we've yeah. got a few things got planned for this year. So, but too well then later. But yeah, the Dynasty League leagues the thing right now. So if if you've never done one, if you've done them loads, then everyone's welcome basically, and they're such a fun thing to do and quite different to other leagues. So if you're worried about having two leagues that are basically the same, they're quite different. Yeah, I've never fully
0: been Dynasty in leagues. a uh, sleeper league. Uh, not a sleeper league. A uh word has D- gone dynasty
1: D- 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 st- D- that's it <laughs> it's
0: yeah a week already.
1: yeah it's uh, yeah 11 o'clock on Monday oh my goodness. <laughs> 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 but yeah uh, yeah it's yeah they're, they're just really good fun and like, obviously it's like the nerdiest thing to say but they are quite like being an actual NFL GM at times and sort of quite fun and yeah quite different like each year you're not doing a proper draft you're just drafting the rookies basically and yeah. That's good because I got a, l- a little
0: bit bored last season with um, just standard fantasy football.
1: Yeah, I think when you're doing so many different leagues and so sort of, I think it's good to have a, one that's quite different. So yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah they're very fun and hopefully they should be fun. But yeah, basically all we ask of anyone is you say they don't have to pay to be in them or anything like that. Just be committed and set yeah. your lineups every week and be active. yeah. So I think dinner leagues tend to be quite trade heavy because obviously the players aren't out there to just pick up on free agency because you have big big rosters and all yeah. that stuff so yeah i think if you're into trading if you're into sort of that sort of side of things then the identity definitely for you and i think for me other than the drafts themselves i think trading is the best thing and yeah i fun. think yeah League definitely promote that so there yeah you go. so get over
0: to first and ten um on our social medias or first and ten.com um and find out all the information on how to join up
1: our social medias are of course dave um so on facebook we're just first and ten and then uh on twitter we're first and ten underscore or at first and Ten underscore there you go. so yeah, go follow them and like them and all that malarkey what's uh, your twitter
0: um i am at djg23 Lovely job, and I'm Matt rossboro 1984. Uh, we shall be back next week with I don't know what we're going to do. Maybe some look towards the draft. Maybe um, yeah, getting to that point now, aren't we? So yeah. That's where all the NFL eyes are basically pointed. It was the uh, owners and coaches meeting this weekend, but I've not seen anything from that this, uh, as of
1: today. So I think well, I think the big thing that came out of that was it looks like the onside kick is going, oh, good. and um, they're replacing it with like a 4th and fifteen, essentially, like a one play, that oh, right. like one chance to get 15 yards instead of the onside kick. Cool. Which, my instincts, is a good move, but yeah, we'll, I feel like by next week there'll be a lot more from this owners meeting and we'll have a lot more to talk about then, so yeah. probably better to do it all in one go than just a bit apart here, but yeah, yeah, I like that move. Yeah, we'll, we'll uh, break that down next week. So then, until... We come back and make
0: sure if you're getting this from iTunes, uh leave us a five star rating review. that's really important. We're kind of heading up the charts, which is good uh, the more reviews and subscriptions we get from that will only only help us, but we're on Spotify we're everywhere else the podcasts are, basically, so get
1: us from there and we' just on can... multiple ones, I reckon, eh? just download on all of them
0: just, yeah just download on just, every single platform, yeah
1: yeah, <laughs> just. If you have the same podcast five, six times on your phone or whatever, then yeah. great. Yeah, done doesn't matter. <laughs>
0: yeah. Even if you don't want to listen on all of them, just download them and then delete them straight away. Or, we... or
1: download them, play them on mute so that i have got more players. <laughs> yes. I, mean, I don't want to encourage sort – of, I feel like this is probably against some sort of terms and conditions somewhere, but, <laughs> get you know. more tunes for this. Yeah, it. it's fine, but, yeah, go for it. Yeah. <laughs> download us and play us on mute. There
0: you go. So until next week, Dave, it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from you. See you later. And we'll see you next week.